Hey everyone, welcome to Bordelais Heritage, where cultures collide and connections thrive. I'm Valeria from Nicaragua and I will be your host today. And joining me are my co-hosts to bring their perspectives into today's topic. So we have... Maite from Mexico. Nilu from Iran. Che from Taiwan. And together we are going to explore some fascinating aspects about tattoos and how they reflect personal and cultural narratives. So let's dive right in. When we talk about tattoos, we think of them as part of our contemporary culture where they have become widespread and accepted as forms of self-expression. They can be means for individuals to express their identities, beliefs, and experiences through designs that can hold personal significance that can reflect their interests and even cultural affiliations and sense of self. And nowadays, tattoos are increasingly seen as a form of wearable art, where many seek out skilled artists that are able to create intricate and visually striking designs. So the body becomes a canvas for artistic expression, making the appreciation of tattoo to go beyond their symbolism by adding some aesthetic appeal. So the increasing recognition of tattoos as a legitimate form of art has shifted the focus in recent years from negative stereotypes to appreciation for the creativity and skills involved in the process. And now with a wider acceptance of individuality and diversity in some societies, the overall trajectory of tattoos has been towards greater acceptance and even where there are still some lingering stereotypes. So I was wondering, girls, do you believe that people are more likely to appreciate tattoos for their artistic values rather than judging others based on stereotypes? Have you observed any changes in how tattoos are viewed nowadays? Can you speak a little bit for Mexican culture? Because I remember when my brother started working, for example, in my village, it's very common, or the, most of the works that they are works that they are available, the, the position jobs that they are available are on factories, and on factories they are very uh, strict on some policies. And actually, one of them before, like when my brother started working, 2010 maybe, uh, he told me I came from my work interview and I have to take off my shirt. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? And they want to check that I don't have any tattoos on me. Because at that time, I was still very linked into gangs or if he has been in prison. Or, but I was very sure like, do they have to get you naked. Like, well, at least just make sure. And nowadays, I know that they are more accepted, that people is not getting into trouble of getting a job because of them. But it's still better if you're getting a tattoo in Mexico to be in a place that is not very visible. If you have tattoos in the face, either you are an artist or someone that doesn't give a much about getting a, a job. Nowadays they are more acceptable and they are even accepted as a way of someone bringing their own story uh, to the table because I remember I have a colleague, like years after my brother's story, uh, that she has a um, 
uh, like a, a tattoo in the wrist, at least, I said again, in the wrist because she can cover it with the watch. Mm-hmm. Like she knows the position has to be like uh, strategic for her to cover, to get a position, to get a job, to doesn't get in trouble. But still, like, I remember her uh, tattoo because it was a phrase that her father used to say and her father was already passed away. So there's still like a stigma uh, mm-hmm. about it, although it's more accepted. And how about you girls? Have you seen like in your countries, people who have tattoos are more common nowadays or it hasn't changed that much? I think, yeah, the the people who have tattoos is more common. But I don't think it's like a really easy thing to do because it's not like you're going to judge them. It's more a cultural thing. Like before, first of all, in I think in Chinese tradition, like if you have a tattoo, probably it's, you're a slave. Like usually if like the slave will get tattooed probably on their face or somewhere on his body that you can check that he's a slave or he have do something like really bad so you need to mark these people and also we have this saying that your hair your skin are from your parents so you shouldn't break them mm-hmm. we have this saying so that's i think another reason that we don't have tattoo that often but nowadays i think people do have like you can see more tattoos on the street like people who have tattoo on the street more often but um comparison with the people here in Berlin, I don't think we have that much like, like, much like covered your skin that much. The tattoo that cover your skin that much. Most mostly probably like a, it's going to be a small one that's much more easy to cover by clothes. I would say so, but I do feel people is more open to tattoos nowadays, like an art. Like it's not only like a mark but an art. In my case, I would say it wasn't really acceptable till maybe even, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. But I'm speaking from my personal view, because as I repeatedly mentioned, it really depends on the uh, group of people that you live with, your family and friends. I think culturally speaking, people started to be more open towards tattoos in recent years. I think it's one of the influence of globalization, mm. kind of. Uh, I see people more or less with tattoos on, girls and boys, which was not really acceptable before, especially for, I can't say especially for girls and boys, uh, maybe more for girls, but even I remember that years ago, the men who had these tattoos on their bodies, they weren't really with a good history. Like, uh-huh. They also had something with prison or some not really good life. In a sense, as both of you, like in Nicaragua, they're more used to saying, oh, it's because you went to jail, it's because you're related with gangs, it's because you are stealing things. So they have this idea that if you have a tattoo, it's because there's some criminality in you. Yeah, yeah, criminality, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gangs, criminality, <laughs> yeah. because we don't have gangs in this context, but yeah, criminality. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly, and same when you go to an interview, and if you have an obvious tattoo, you cover it, okay. and all the whole time that you're working is covered, so typically your colleagues at work, they have no idea that you have tattoos until, I don't know, they see you in the street or like yeah. summer and you're wearing shorts or something <laughs> like that, but it's quite uncommon for people to know and even when you are, I don't know, 
growing with your parents, they say like, oh, you should have a clean body and uh, you shouldn't have any marks in your body because you are tainting what you have so pure, for example. But I mean, we also have something like that, like a similar saying, but like also about piercings. You know? Uh-huh. Yes. Do you have also like yes. I, I have a friend? Like my parents doesn't care that much. They they're like okay since it's look good, don't make it really weird and mm-hmm. awkward, and they're fine with that. But my friend, their parents like my friend who have her piercing when she went to college actually. Her dad is like, why you do it? You can be rich next life, and now you cannot. I'm like what? <laughs> like oh, like oh, okay, yeah. It's mm-hmm. but it's also a really traditional saying, uh-huh. even with the piercing, like a really simple one. Mm-hmm. And imagine with tattoo, how the, your parents going to say in like their traditional culture. Yeah, and in a way, the views are kind of related, like perforations, making yourself a piercing and tattoo for depends on the piercing, depends on the people, right? Mm-hmm. But they're always like this association of that's not how it should be. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're a woman, you should only have two, the one in each in each, in one in each ear. But more than that, that's too much. Like you shouldn't do that. And especially when they're really big or like these big expansions in the ears, and that's a big no-no. And I think when work-wise, that's even harder to hide. I would say in case of Iran, there is two two different things governmental approach and people's culture approach mm-hmm. if as you all said if you want to have a like governmental job no way piercing mm. tattoos not at all really not at all it's canceled or if you have it no one should know it uh-huh. no one as far as i know but if you're not in a government and speaking from the people's side i would say nowadays it's more open but it's still not that much. I, I haven't been really into getting tattoos or piercing as well. But also, as I see from the side of the even the most open-minded parents of my friends, they're not really okay. Still, there are more and more people that getting tattoos and they're more confident. Because like before, even if you, you've gotten a tattoo, they would hide it. Mm-mm. Just in a special occasion, like in holidays or in swimming pool, people would notice it. But these days, people are more comfortable with showing their tattoos or getting piercing, especially the new generation. Mm. They're not really give a... Afraid of. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they, they're not afraid of <laughs> but, but, judge yeah. of people, you know. Mentioning this, I'm just like, there's another topic. I'm not sure it's because, like, uh, will it be a reason that as a Taiwanese, we don't make tattoo that much? It's because if you have a tattoo, you cannot go into the Japanese hot spring. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's not, I'm not sure now, but, like, it's really famous, like, a few years before. You cannot have tattoo if you want to go to the hot spring in Japan. I'm not sure we, we if we have this kind of rule back home, like, as a Taiwanese, because personally, I don't have tattoo, and I don't go to hospital that often, so I never like like follow the rules that have. But it's so famous that if you have a tattoo, you cannot go into a hospital in Japan. 
Yeah, I, I didn't know, for example, that you had limitations to go to some places if you had tattoos. Like, I understand religious places, for example. Mm -hmm. But I will talk about hot springs, like, more, like, leisure, like, tourism, stuff like that. And I think because we've been ruled by Japan for a little bit, it become part, a little bit part of our culture. Yeah, now that you say that, and is also known for example that mm. there is some gang groups in central america mm -hmm. that when they go to prison or after they murder someone they get a teardrop tattoo in their face so you know that each person that they have murdered it, it means like it's each teardrop that they have so like i can see the point of some moms and dads and like other people considering that they are related with criminality because in some cases they do have that meaning But I think nowadays, like we, we, what we were talking about with globalization, with the influence of things, I mean, tattoos that some people make are like flowers, mm -hmm. animals, or things that they have like a special meaning, like the phrase of the... Or some the, the quotes dad. from other languages. That too? And yeah. sometimes silly things. Like yes. they don't know even the meaning of the <gasps> sentence. That's the oh, worst that's the worst one. I... I I cannot see those Chinese tattoo. I I'm sorry, but like it's sometimes so weird for me. Like why? Why you put this word? Why you choose this this style? You can choose a better style actually. Like mm -hmm. if you want a Chinese tattoo, study the writing of Chinese, please, please. They have much more beautiful, interesting style of writing. Don't choose the normal ones, please. Yeah, yeah. And, and also like you can open the debate of until that point is appreciation, until which point is appropriation, because how much do you care about that culture, how much research you made into it, if you want to choose this kind of writing, this kind of different languages in your skin. Actually, I don't care about culture, I just care about the beauties, because actually there's more beauty writing, like uh -huh. ways of writing you can choose. So if you really want to choose some like Chinese tattoo, please. There's much more beauty writings. Maybe because just they don't know there is another. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you need to study about it. I mean, personally, I think if you use tattoo as an art on your yeah, body, you should choose true. the like the most beautiful one. And yeah. they have other kind of writings, not only this kind too, but they have another kind. Like I, I really love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. People just get addicted to getting tattoos. They don't really care from some point that what it is uh, from the artistic view. They just used to getting tattoos. Mm. So they don't put maybe that much effort to find the most artistic mm. pattern or setting. Because yeah, they can be like the two sides, right? The people who take the perspective of the art itself or like getting something in your skin as an artistic expression and other people who just like they see a blank canvas and they're yeah. like i like potatoes so i'm gonna get a potato tattoo <laughs> which is valid yeah it's fine but yeah, yeah. Fine. but even if you are choosing english writing or like yeah. latin writing you're going to not choose the like the most simple one right you're going to choose the one that have the Like the, a font the that font, goes right? with what you like. Uh -huh. Actually, it's it's the same idea yeah. for me as uh, Chinese writing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you're saying, like Actually, it can be a Latin word, but mm -hmm. you're doing with the font that you feel it has more character to mm -hmm. it. And something to keep in mind is that humans have been marking their skins for thousands of years and across various civilizations, each with a unique meaning, symbolism, and techniques. 
So we wanted to show you three examples of this. From uh, One of these is Utsi, the Iceman, which is a 5,300-year-old frozen mummy that was found near the Italian-Austrian border in 1991. And the anthropologist mapped 61 tattoos organized into 19 different groups. Each group is a set of horizontal and vertical lines and it's theorized that some of these groups might have served as therapeutic purpose because they tend to cluster around the lower back and joints. Mm -hmm. Another example is the Lady of Kao, which is a female moche mommy discovered in 2006 in Peru. And that one is dating from approximately 450 from our current era. And she was preserved by chance due to local conditions because the moche actually didn't practice mummification. And her tattoos in this case were including like spiders, snakes, crabs, and other motifs of creatures that are considered to be divine. And although researchers can only speculate about the meaning of these elements, and they can relate them with deities, fertilities, and transformations into new beings. And that's are things that are from thousands of years old, but there are also uh, tribal tattoos dating back a thousand years old and that are integral part of cultural practices that are still alive today, like the Maori, with designs and patterns that are not only used for decoration, but are considered a language, a symbol of power and a sign of honor in traditional Polynesian societies. So in this case, a tattoo can mark a completion of important social rituals like the transition from childhood to adolescence or marriage or those that are even reserved for world leaders, warriors, dancers and rowers. So there are many symbols with different meanings, but the popular patterns on arms, legs and shoulders can include abstracts and geometric motifs like circles, crosses, rectangles and even animals and plants so like what we were saying before like some people get animals some people get flowers and other motifs in their skins and it's something that is not new it's something mm -hmm. that maybe yeah in some cases have been as tattoos have been associated with criminals but also this the fact of like relating with animals having these meanings is also how tattoos have been used in different cultures to mark life events and express personal identities. So do you think that tattoos can serve as a form of storytelling for someone? Like whether it's because of their entire culture is used to that or like nowadays as an individual? Uh, I have more Chinese root, I think. Like our ancestors are from China, but there's also indigenous people in our island. Like Taiwan, they have a lot of indigenous people. They also have like really special tattoos. They do the tattoo on their face, and if you need to, if you want to have the tattoo, actually need to have has some like um, experience. Like for women, you need to finish your own textile, oh. and for men, they need to do their own hunting. Nowadays, of course, this uh, tradition disappeared a little bit because it's on face. Like even though we were we're not that like not against to tattoo that much. But I don't think it's that, that common to have tattoo on your face, like back home. So I think this kind of tradition disappeared, but it did have been the past for our 
part of our culture. I remember my mom. My mom is not a very discreet person, no? Once that she's curious, she wants to know and she will ask. And I remember being queuing in a Walmart, like in a shop in Texas, and there was a guy who was with a short sleeve, and he has the tattoo of a woman. She has three women, so they look very beautiful, and my mom was there, staring at him intensively. And I'm like, Mom, could you be a little bit more discreet? And she's like, no, because she had like three beautiful women. Not one, three. I want to know the story. And I'm like, Mom, you don't need to. And actually, the guy can like turn around and say, like, any questions <laughs> and my mom was like yeah this, your tattoos are very interesting and these three ladies are like super pretty and, my mom. and the guy was like yeah they're actually my sisters oh they're actually my sisters i left my village a long time ago and i don't have to see them very often i got a picture from them they look super pretty and i just tattooed them is that enough for you, lady? <laughs> I'm like, yes, please be enough. Right? <laughs> but he, he was super kind. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. uh, answer my mom's question. So I think it can be a storyteller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can put people that you don't yes. have so often in presence with you, but they are still in your heart and you want to keep a beautiful image of them. True. I have a friend. She has dedicated, I, I assume, her left hand to the travels. Travels. Wherever she goes, she gets a tattoo from there, uh, from an iconic... Landmark? Yeah, not landmark, maybe an object, maybe a memory, maybe a song that she felt really attached to, something like this. So she has lots of things from Japan, her travels to America, I don't know, very different countries. She always has a lot of stories on her arm. But is that when you have obvious tattoos, in a way of calling them, it creates that curiosity in some people and sometimes it changes their perspective. Because then someone, I have, I have had people like approaching to me and asking me about the tattoos. Mm. Like me. <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the first uh, personal encounters of us was me asking about about tattoo tattoos when we were in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was re- I really liked it. It was mm-hmm. really beautiful. It's on your arm. Yeah, shout out to my tattoo artists because I have gained a lot of compliments because of this one. Like, is that like the way that your mom approached that person? Once I was sitting on a bench and I had this old lady coming to me and she was like, can I take a picture of it? Because I really like it. And it it creates a conversation with people and then you can start talking Mm -hmm. about it. And you, I don't know, maybe the reason why you got the tattoo, the story for that might change someone's perspective on tattoos or might create like a connection with someone. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing how things that we have in our bodies, like your friend, that she has like the travels, she has memories connected with each of them. It just reminds me of this uh, professor in Japan. Actually, he collects other people's tattoo. Yeah, I need. I won't really want to mention. I'm sorry. It's kind of disgusting. Okay, so this professor, I think he's living. I'm not sure when, like, uh, between World War One or World War Two. He actually go to make friends with the criminals in Japan's jail and asked him if they pass away, if he can collect their skin. Let's say so, and actually he co- co- like collect around 
2,000 tattoos in his life. Yeah. And then, like, and he, they study how ink affects people's skin. And how, like, uh, the tattoo will become after, like, time. It's it actually really interesting. And how you can keep tattoo after people they pass away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though most of his collection disappeared uh, during the war. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really interesting study. Like, it's so, like... You will know how the tattoo affects your skin with his research. Mm-hmm. Reminded me something, not, not this, I don't know how, but something came to my mind about getting tattoo for, for the eyebrow. In Iran, like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, that every woman in the country got tattoo. And I'm so fascinated that how something can be not appropriate in total. Everyone, like, I don't know, if you go to the women between 40, 50, somehow, they all have this tattooed eyebrow. Maybe 70% of them. And it's fun because maybe most of them are against tattoos as the idea. Exactly. Not because it's something but, it's but a beauty. We need to make, sh- uh, make it clear. It, it's not going to, like, exist forever. It's going to disappear after one or two years. Like, at least the, that's the thing we do have. Like, yeah, the one we do have, uh, this kind of technique back home, it's going to, like, disappear in, like, one or two years and you need to make more. And do you have the one for lips? Yes, and eyes. Ah, the eyeliner. Yeah, yes, eyeliner. yes, we also lips. Yeah, and then you had the option because you had temporary tattoos, uh-huh. and those are the ones that can disappear in a couple of years, uh-huh. and then you have permanent. Great. So as we conclude our exploration into the world of tattoos and their impact on personal and cultural narratives, it is evident that tattoos are much more than mere ink on skin. They are a timeless form of storytelling and memory preservation. And in the spirit of Borderless Heritage, we celebrate the diversity of tattoo artistry and its ability to transcend cultural boundaries and foster connections and understanding. So we really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about how different cultures interact and how we interpret life through other people's lenses. We invite you to listen to our next episodes and share your experience.